So you've been sick this week. Yeah. But you were determined to do this episode. Yeah. Although you don't have your segment ready, but I can do mine and you'll soldier on. So I'll try to be quick so you can go back to being sick. (laughs) You act like I'm being forced to do this. No, you're just dedicated. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So let's get started. Oh, let's see. What do I got tonight? Since I can't say, what do you have tonight? Maybe I should reverse the roles. Okay. What do you have tonight for us? (laughs) So do you remember when we were talking about haunted bridges? Yes. And how there are so many crying baby bridge stories. That's hard to say. Crying baby bridge? Crying baby bridge. (laughs) Say that. (laughs) Well, it just sounds like the bridge is a baby crying. (laughs) So there's so many of there's so many of these stories all around the world yeah. about bridges and the crying baby and you know you have to believe that some of them are just urban legend. Yeah. I mean you might say all of them are, you know, maybe an urban legend started it all or maybe a real crying baby bridge started it and then everything else was urban legend. Yeah. Like everybody had to have their own crying baby bridge. Yeah. An even more popular theme And this one probably goes back to when humans first started traveling is the vanishing hitchhiker story. Hitchhikers creep me out. (laughs) There's just so many bad stories. So a typical vanishing hitchhiker story. That's hard to say, too. (laughs) (laughs) Vanishing hitchhiker. (laughs) I think everything's hard to say for me. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's a tongue twister. I give up. (laughs) Typical vanishing hitchhiker story. A driver, usually a guy, picks up a hitchhiker, usually a woman, usually wearing white. The woman, not the guy. (laughs) (laughs) So he's not wearing a white dress? (laughs) No. He could. Yeah, he could. I mean, I haven't heard that one yet. but So there's the lady in white aspect, right? There's a lot of lady in white ghost stories, not just in hitchhikers. The girl is usually quiet and seems not quite right. Her clothing is not right for the period, or she seems pale. Yeah. She gives an address, and when the guy reaches the location, she disappears. And then in the older stories, the guy actually goes up to the house. Would you do that? No. (laughs) If you took a hitchhiker and they disappeared in front of this house of the address that they gave you. Yeah. Would you go up to the house and say, hey? (laughs) No. Well, first of all, I wouldn't be picking up a hitchhiker. Yeah. Well, this is, you know, this started back, well, like I said, from the beginning of time. But if you think about the 30s, 40s, 50s, people were more trusting and blah, blah, blah. So like that generation were like the guinea pigs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now we know not to do that. Well, you notice how these type of stories were back then. And then starting in like the 70s, you started to have the stories about Oh, you know, a woman stopped at a gas station and a guy needed to get to the bus station or something and his ride didn't show up. And he asked for a ride and she says, okay, he puts a suitcase in the car and says, I need to go use the restroom. And for whatever reason, he doesn't come back right away. So she forgets about him and leaves. And then when she gets home, she sees the suitcase and it has duct tape and blah, blah, blah inside of it. 
What? So, well, you know, just another cautionary tale of don't pick up strangers. Type of strangers, right? Yeah. Different than the way the stories were told back in the 50s and such. Yeah. That they were more innocent about, oh, this hitchhiker needed a ride. You're trying to help her out, and then you get to their house, and she disappears, and you find out that the girl used to live there, and she died. And Anyway, we're going off on tangents again. <laughs> well, wait, before we get back on track, since you okay. asked me, yeah, would you go up to the house? No, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, even out of curiosity. <laughs> Especially after I shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> she disappeared. <laughs> she disappeared, yeah. Well, okay. Does it depend on what the house looks like? I can't see any situation where that would happen and I would go up to the house to find out. I don't know. I just don't see it. Yeah. I don't know. I think like an ominous house, so I definitely wouldn't go up to that. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) The problem is there's thousands of variations of this story. Yeah. Just like the crying baby. Some are innocent like they were in the 50s, and then as time went by and people got more cynical about society, they got more creepier and more cautionary as far as the dangers. Yeah, that makes sense. The most popular Vanishing Hitchhiker story has to be Resurrection Mary. Resurrection Mary is from Justice, Illinois, just outside of Chicago. As far as I know, the most famous. Yeah. Now, let me be clear, though. I'm not implying that Resurrection Mary is an urban legend. A legend, no doubt, but not accusing her of being an urban legend. Are we going to have to write another apology email? Well, that's what I'm saying is that as we have found yeah. in the past, there are certain entities you just don't screw with. Yeah. Recently we... moving to number one on that list was Robert. Yes. Hello, Robert. Thank you for letting us talk about you. Hello, Robert. Thank you. Others on the list, Annabelle. Wait, we didn't say goodbye to Robert. Oh, goodbye, Robert. Goodbye, Robert. Annabelle, don't screw with her. The donkey lady? What? Nothing. (laughs) You remember the donkey lady, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we don't screw with her. No. And then Resurrection Mary. No comments? Well, I've never heard of Resurrection Mary. Well, I'll tell you about her. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what I'm waiting for. (laughs) All right. So Mary has haunted... Can I call her Mary or does it have to be Resurrection Mary? (laughs) I don't know what the um, etiquette etiquette is. is. Mary has haunted Archer Avenue, where Resurrection Cemetery is located, since the 1930s. The most common origin story seems to be that back in the 1930s, a girl spent the night dancing with her boyfriend at the O. Henry Ballroom. At some point during the night, they got into an argument, and she stormed out and started walking up Archer Avenue, heading home. She was struck and killed by a hit-and-run driver, and she was then buried in Resurrection Cemetery. Oh. Yeah. A common story of meeting up with the ghost is about a pretty blue-eyed, blonde-haired girl in a white dress at the dance hall where a guy meets her and they spend the night dancing. He notices things are a bit off, like her hands are cold. I feel like that's not really that uncommon. Right. Well, hands cold, skin pale... Flies going in and out of her nose. Wait. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Why would that not be the first (laughs) indicator that something's wrong? No, just cold hands or skin's kind of pale or whatever. Yeah. At the end of the evening, he offers to give her a ride home, which she accepts, and she directs him up Archer Road. As they approach Resurrection Cemetery, she asks him to pull over, 
which he does. She gets out, walks up to the locked gates, touches them, and then disappears. What? Well, now, if someone asked me to pull over to a cemetery, I definitely wouldn't do that. (laughs) There are many variations of how she died and the interactions with her ghost. You know, ones where she was on her way to a dance when she was struck and killed. Uh, One where she's just hitchhiking and they pick her up. And then as they're driving past the cemetery, she disappears. Yeah. I think they've even gotten a little more cynical over the years. But again, another vanishing hitchhiker story. Not doubting Resurrection Mary. Yeah. But with all of the ones out there, you you have to question some of them. Yeah, it's kind of hard to not question them, I guess. Yeah. I did read how researchers have attempted to identify Mary to see if one of the residents in the cemetery matches up to her story. Yeah. Which is quite interesting because I never thought about that. Yeah, I would not have thought about that, to be honest. I guess I would not be a good detective. (laughs) (laughs) There are two possible candidates that I am aware of. The first is Mary Brugavi, who died in a car crash in 1934, but the accident was in downtown Chicago. She was 22 when she died. The more likely candidate seems to be a girl named Anna Marija Norcus, who died in a car accident on her way home from the O. Henry Ballroom in 1927. She was only 12 years old at the time. 12? Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. But she seems like the most likely candidate. It's funny, I was watching a show over the weekend about New Orleans, one of the cemeteries, but somebody was telling a story about cab drivers, cab driver, (laughs) (laughs) cab drivers won't stop at the cemetery because of the story of a woman being picked up there and then giving an address and, you know, they, they go to the address and then she disappears and they go up to the stairs and then the guy's like, yeah, that's my wife. She died four years ago. Wait, so is this guy, like, constantly having people stop by his house and he's, like, having to explain it? Well, I guess if you believe the story. Well, yeah. But, again, it's like... Yeah. Anyway, the story that took me down this path, and I honestly can't remember where I ran across it, but it was the Lady in White of Devil's Elbow in New York State. It might have been the mention of the Devil's Elbow (laughs) that caught my attention. Because I was wondering how the devil's elbow was all the way up in New York if Florida is the devil's armpit. Yeah. (laughs) And Texas is the devil's ass crack. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I I hope people in Texas know I'm joking. In Texas, just Texas. (laughs) Caught that, did you? (laughs) Well, I I guess being the ass crack is worse than being the armpit. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's let's stay out of trouble tonight. Yeah. West of Owego. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it named like that? I don't know. Owego, (laughs) New York. On old Route 17C, the road rises sharply up a hill. On one side of the road is the rocky cliff face of the hill... The other side is the drop-off down to the Susquehanna River. At one time, at the crest of the hill, the road took a sharp curve, and that was referred to locals as the Devil's Elbow because of how dangerous it was. Yeah. 
The road was eventually straightened out, but I couldn't find any information about when that actually happened. Not that it's terribly important. Yeah. For over a century, starting in the 1800s, there was a legend of a lady in white that would stand on the road hitchhiking, and when motorists stopped, she would disappear. And again, with all legends, there are many variations of the origin of the woman and the interactions of her ghost. I read a lot about how a bride and groom didn't see an oncoming truck on a foggy night, or the girl was on her way to the prom and got hit by a car, or she was walking alone at night and hit by a car, or the girl was driving too fast, or the girl's boyfriend was driving too fast. So there's a lot of variations, right? Yeah. I also read how, you know, instead of just disappearing when the car stopped, that she would actually get in the car and has to be dropped off down at the bottom of the hill and blah, blah, blah. But the account that I thought was interesting was about how there was a tavern down at the bottom of the hill, which I read had been torn down in 1925. And then during an excavation in 1932 to remove an old railroad crossing, a steam shovel operator dug up a skull. Yeah. Yeah. The coroner determined that the skull was around 100 years old and was that of a young woman, most likely in her 20s. And she appeared to have died from blunt force trauma. Oh my gosh. That story also went on to say that after the skull was found, the sightings of the girl stopped. Other accounts there were that she, you know, still sighted periodically, but it makes more sense to me that she died, she haunted the hill, and then when her skull was found, she was able to be put to rest. But just her skull? Well, how long it was, you know, over 100 years. Yeah. They might have just not found them as they were digging up, or... Yeah. That's all they mentioned, though, was a skull, which is kind of odd. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it was just her head that was there. That's sad. That's sick, but... A funny story I read, not sure how much truth there is to it, but it took place in the 1950s when some teenagers pulled a prank by taking a mannequin and attaching it to a piece of plywood painted black. They hooked it up to a pulley system so they could pull it in and out away from the street. Oh my God. <laughs> so when drivers came by, it would look like a lady in white out by the street. Yeah. And then as they approached they would yank it away. So it looked like she disappeared. Oh, my god! Or, or they could flip it around, right? So it would just be black. Yeah. Anyway, sounded funny. Not sure if it actually happened, but great idea. Who comes up with this? <laughs> yeah, apparently a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that was it. That's all I had. Like I said, I saw that old story, probably the devil's elbow that caught my attention. Yeah. There was an interesting vanishing hitchhiker story, one of the more believable ones. Yeah. But it also jogged a childhood memory. Oh, no. (laughs) So as you know, I grew up by the Cleveland Metro Parks. Yeah. For those unfamiliar, it is a huge nature preserve, basically, with hiking and biking trails, parks, golf courses, and a zoo, et cetera, et cetera. And the roads that cut through those woods don't have any streetlights. At least they didn't when I grew up. When I was back there, I don't think they did. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they added them. Yeah, I was imagining how I'd drive, or how it'd be driving down there. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> there was this story about a ghostly hitchhiker down in the park that would jump out in front of your car <laughs> and make you crash. Right? That's not funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I honestly don't know if it was a well-known story or if it was just your uncles and their friends trying to scare me. Yeah. Spoiler alert, it did. 
<laughs> I'm guessing I was about 10 at the time. I don't think I could admit to being much older because then I would just be a wuss. No. Uh... <laughs> but one night we were out going somewhere and I guess the adults in the car decided that we were going to cut through the park. I got stuck in the back seat in the middle. So I had a clear view out the windshield. I remember when I heard that they were going to go through the park, I was kind of like freaking out in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I had to stay cool, right, on the outside. So it's not like I could close my eyes or anything. (laughs) You had to stay cool. Why didn't you pretend you were sleeping? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think of that. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) So it's pitch dark, obviously, except for the headlights. As we're going through this curvy area... The white center line is reflected on the headlights, and it's kind of wavy because, you know, the car is going through this curvy area. Yeah. And in my mind, it looked like a ghostly apparition appearing, like waving into existence. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Thank God I'm a silent screamer, for one. (laughs) And I'm amazed I didn't crap my pants. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Everyone's like... Yeah. Oh my gosh. But that was it. Yeah, that was uh that was kind of funny. Not so, at the time, but <laughs> not at the time. So nothing popped up. Or did you close your eyes after that? No, no, it wasn't there was no actual ghostly apparition, I don't believe. I believe that was purely an urban legend. Yeah. And it just scared me. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, it's a pretty good spot to have a urban legend because those roads are creepy. Yeah. Even during the daytime. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's so secluded. That's the point. Uh, no, not if you come across a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, believe me, I have more stories about the park there. Really? Yeah. For now... You're not feeling well, so we'll wrap it up so you can go back to being sick. Go back to being sick. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for pausing your sickness for a short period of time. You're welcome. So we could get this episode out. I tried to get you to just stay in bed, but you had to get this episode out. (laughs) But that's it. Got anything else? I don't think so. Thank you very much for joining us. Make sure to visit next week for more weird and creepy stories. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 12past3 or email us at podcast at 12past3.com. Good night. Good night.